What's up, guys? So this podcast and YouTube video that we're doing, we wanted to start doing every week because we get a lot of people every week asking us all these questions, and we were like, you know, this would be a great way for us to interact a little bit with you. You guys can ask us questions throughout the week for this podcast, and we'll just do it weekly. A little like, AMA. Little, yeah. A little AUA. Ask yeah. us anything. Ask us anything. And we'll try to we'll try to bring, like, you know, the, the best questions that we can it doesn't mean that your question wasn't good we're just trying to get trying to keep it under the same theme yeah we don't want to get too crazy with the amount of time we're spending on this we just want it to be like every week we're going to answer some of your questions for sure and those on the youtube channel we are under a little bit of a different uh arena right now we're at construction in the studio yeah we have some construction in the studio uh hopefully it's done soon yep (laughs) we'll get there (laughs) um okay so the first question that i thought was really interesting and i wanted to ask you about it yeah Bring your girlfriend hunting, man? Is well, that a good or a bad a idea? I at yes. this point in time. Have you ever, or what do you think about Single it? Single and ready to mingle, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But I I have brought women um, of interest mm-hmm. at certain times hunting. Sure. Um, um, yeah, more often than not, I haven't, but you know. So no, but bringing girlfriend hunting, um, I like, honestly, I think in... I th- Joey was talking about this today on his uh, story, and so I'm, I'm taking a little bit from him of what he was saying, but um, girls coming hunting, I think, is completely normal and should be a normal thing and because I thoroughly enjoy their company in the blind, and um, I'm, you know, anything I say in the blind, regardless, is you know, can be said in front of guy, girl, whatever, and sure. so I'm not, I, like, as far as attitudes goes, oh, it's time with the boys, like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, eh, you know, it's whatever, like, I, I'm not really... Like, sure, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But, like, you know, bringing your girlfriend hunting, I think that a lot of guys look at that as, um, like, it's their time to get away, and they're, like, they don't want to bring them. And then you get the camp that's, like, they don't want to spend any time without their girlfriend, well, so they want to bring them. Yeah. So you're essentially those, like, the two camps and whatnot, and um, and I guess, like, I'm, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle of just, like, yeah, like, if she enjoys it, absolutely. But if she's going to, like, complain about you know, the weather or complain about like getting cold or whatever. It's just like, well, like, like the same thing and that's fine. Like you can go do your thing and whatever. Like maybe you guys have your own hunting time later, but, um, I definitely think that, uh, girls can hold their own. You oh know? yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. I, and I fall somewhere in the middle, you know, like I'm not in either camp and I actually think a lot of guys probably realistically do. Yeah. Cause it's more like, if your wife or your girlfriend or whoever asks you if they can come, Mm-hmm. You know, then I guess you have to decide if you're either like, sure, you can come. I don't care at all. Or you're in the camp of like, no, that's my time. <laughs> yeah. You know, which I don't really get that. Like, that's not right. that's not my gig. You know, I've definitely hunted with tons of friends who have brought their girlfriend or, you know, in general, just hunted, hunted with women. Would you bring Annie? If she wanted to go? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I would take her out there. Yeah, how do you think it would go? I don't think she'd have fun. <laughs> so, and like that's the thing is like you know my wife, she's a cabin girl, not a tent girl. Okay. Okay. So like, that's not that's not her gig, man. Yeah. And she knows that. You know, my wife is an independent, uh, confident person. Yeah. Right. So like she like she would never ask me to come hunting with me. Yeah. Because she knows she wouldn't enjoy it. Like she doesn't like you know getting super cold and laying in the dirt and waiting on a hobby that she doesn't have interest in. Yep. Like that's not, you know, we connect on other levels. We have our own stuff that we're interested in together. Like she, it's not like she needs that to, yep. 
So and I, think I don't have a problem with it at all. If, if we're going down the route of giving advice, you know, in this arena, I would say ask the people that you're with, definitely. Um, because some guys do have very heavy opinions about this. Well, here's the thing. Also, read the people you're hunting with. Yeah. Okay? Because, like, some guys... And I, I'm not trying to be a dick, but, like, man, I don't know if I bring my wife hunting with some dudes. With some of the guys that you go hunting with? I don't I don't want to say, like, that I go hunting with. Okay. But, like, I've been hunting with guys where I'm like, that's a dude, like, I wouldn't necessarily be, like, amped to, like, go hunting <laughs> with my wife with, you know? Yeah. Just because, like... Yeah, the to- conversation topics they bring up or whatever. But I don't know. Most of the guys that I hunt with are like really normal or like just so concerned about hunting in general that it's not like they're yeah. like out there to talk about their pecker or something weird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I, yeah I've had all ranges of, of girls that, you know, that would have zero interest. Like, yeah. don't even want me. Like, they're like, bring home the meat. That's all I want to see. And then there's the other end that like would get pissed if I didn't bring them if you know when I went. So I've I've covered yeah, the entire spectrum. <laughs> yeah, and, I haven't. And you know, and I've like, found in that with the ones that want to come is talking to the guys beforehand, saying like, hey, you know, like with without talking to her, like before even inviting her, just say like, hey, like would you guys mind if I brought my girlfriend? And then if they're like, yeah, sure, yeah, it's totally applicable. We got enough room here for for sure. And then you go and invite her. Yeah. And then when she doesn't come, it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, no, she couldn't come. Yeah, don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. Don't be like, hey, do you want to come this weekend? I'll see if you can. Yeah. You know, and then the guy's like, dude, you know, because here's the thing, too, though. You wouldn't just bring a buddy. Yeah. Right? Like, you would always ask, if especially if it's not your field or, you know, not your yeah. hunt. I'm not just going to show up when they think it's just me coming with, like, one of my buds. Right. You know yeah, what that's I mean? true. That, that's I would always point. ask anyway. So obviously you should ask if it's not your field. If it yeah. is your field, then you're going to tell the guys, hey, by the way, my wife, my girlfriend's coming with, just giving you guys a heads up, I, you know, if you have to. Yeah. But, so, you know, we, um, know. so next question that we had on the list, a lot of questions really had to do with weather. Yeah. And so talking to you about, um, or l- give me your input on uh, really reading the weather, reading the cold fronts and, and whatever that's coming through, how that affects the migration, uh, really your strategies behind that. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Well, um, obviously you do want to watch the weather and it's a very tricky, fickle um, you know, thing because you can think one thing and then it turns out that you're completely wrong. Um, Joey and I went, just like I was talking about in our longer podcast, we went hunting last weekend we had a 10 mile an hour wind. The temperatures got a little bit colder. I thought maybe they would go feed a little earlier than they have been. They didn't. Um, you know, okay, like let's talk about this because a lot of people asked about like migrators. Yep. So you're looking for a wind that is conducive to migration, right? Okay. So, you know, if you get north winds, birds are going to be migrating, you know, more than they would if you have a west wind or a south wind or whatever. You know, just flying, flying with wind is going to make it easier for them. Uh, you want wind when you're hunting because it makes it easier for birds to land. So if you have like a really calm day, you know, if it's zero degree or if, uh, if it's zero mile per hour winds, those birds are going to be a lot more fickle. They're going to circle and circle and look because not landing into wind makes it a lot harder for them to land. You know, because yep. birds land into the wind. They use the wind to help slow them down when they're coming into the ground so it's easier for them to land. So wind is definitely a big factor. So you want the wind at your backs or at the very least off your shoulder, um, kind of cornering to you, you know, a little bit. That's going to be, a you know, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would say temperature is definitely a big thing and it sort of depends on the time of the year. You know, like later in the year, if it's warmer, which it has been in December this year for us, then the geese, you know, they don't feel like they have to migrate. You're not seeing as many numbers come in. Um, you know, all in all, crappier goose hunting. Yeah. If it's a little bit colder, then better. But you also don't want it to be like negative 10 where they're just, they're not going to stop. They're just going to fly on through, you know, so you kind of need those perfect things. Um, so when you check weather, do you look at weather that's like north of us? Or yeah, I do a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I check, um, kind of northern, northern Minnesota. Um, okay. If I, we're I in the know. cities to give people perspective, yeah, if we're in the cities. In I'm the checking cities. like Aiken, Bemidji. Okay. You know, so a couple hours, north. Yeah, a couple hours north, maybe four hours north max. I'm not really looking too much further than that. Um, I will zoom out sometimes and see if that front that's coming through is going to run through Canada if it's earlier in the year. Okay. And because that means, you know, if they get frozen up or locked up in Canada, then more birds are going to migrate down. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a big thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those are a few of the things I think. Okay. Um, I guess, yeah, read the weather. The fronts definitely do matter. If it's a full moon, you're screwed. <laughs> You know, I will just say that from personal experience. When it's hey, that's full when moon, they, they'll feed at night, dude. That's um, when it's good for deer hunting. So right, you can just go deer hunting. Yeah, so you can just go deer hunting. I I wouldn't even bother waterfall hunting. <laughs> I mean, it just yeah. Those are some. Those are some of the things. You know, um, I definitely think that 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 affects it. Okay. What like do we got you, next? Obviously, everyone knows that. Um. So okay, speaking of that crappy weather, good weather. That kind of relates to another topic that we got asked about, and that would be your favorite waterfowl products okay. that you can that you just can't live without, and why? Okay. So what what are some of your favorite waterfowl products? Well, for hunting. Yeah, for me personally, I wouldn't call it a waterfowl product or a hunting product, but it's my GoPro camera. I just can't hunt without that. Sure. Personally, but okay. um, no, um, I I definitely like to be warm when it comes to my hands and feet and so something and and my neck so my neck gator is probably what i would start with how many days a year do you hunt i need to count dude i really need yeah, to count i need to know i need to count because i i want and like it, it's it's well over a hundred right i think so dude oh, yeah, like it's gotta be. yeah i i'm gonna count I, I will count tonight i will get it to you i will okay. i'll let you know so the, my point in that question is like you run the gamut yes on some of your stuff yeah. So like what, what actually works? Like, just give us like some specific products that you're like, oh man. So I have those, um, I forgot what type of, um, fabric they are, but the gloves, uh, they're the Sitka gloves and then basically a Merino glove liner. Yeah. Yeah. Mer yep. Yep. The glove so. liner. And then I put that, I put a wool, uh, fingerless glove over top of that. It is perfect for what I do because it keeps the tips um, of your finger warm kind of um, but the the core of your hand you could just pull your hand in and um, have do do it that way but you have you know full dexterity yep and those have is it an e-tip e-tip no well they technically do but they've warmed down enough so that i can't sure. use it so yeah that but for you that would be anymore. ideal yes that would like be, a merino yep. glove liner with an e-tip would be like yep. the deal for you but yeah the uh neck gator the um having a neck gaiter a nice thick neck gaiter that is fantastic um just for everything when it comes to the cold weather um and then some kind of for waterfowl hunting especially something that's waterproof with a hood that goes over top can you give me like a specific product 
Uh, like, like the the Filson like Skagit jacket. Yep, yeah, like that that okay. jacket that's waterproof. Um, going over top, you know, and hood is huge. I've found this like this last winter when I was doing a lot of ice fishing. I found that having just a hoodie underneath whatever jacket that goes up over over top of like a hat is my favorite way to like stay warm. Like more than a hat because then your neck gets cold. Like more than an, a hat and a gator. I just like to have just a, a cap with a hoodie over top of it. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah isn't that weird? Of, it is kind of weird. I love it. Because I like the hood too, but I always wear a beanie. I feel so, so comfy. So I go beanie and hood. Yeah. Well, and you're outside more than I am when it comes to like work, you yeah. know, like and all that stuff. But I, I don't know why I love it, but I just do. Feel so comfy. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, other products. Um, I really, really like the sound gear, having the sound gear by, oh, especially yeah. because I spend time in front of the muzzle or like where you can get muzzle blasted, you know, when yep. people are shooting over you. Um, so that, that stuff is like, that's always, I'm just thinking what's in my blind bag right now. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. And then something to sit on that though. That's a big one. Something to sit yeah. on that, that gets separates you from the ground. If you're sitting on like a hill for elk hunting or deer hunting, or if you're in like a swamp, instead of standing the whole time, you got a swamp seat. Yeah. Yeah. So. That makes a big difference. Anyway. Um, next no, question. Hold on. So I want to yeah, yeah, give a few of my favorite products. Yes, please tell me. Okay. All right, so like I, I hate big layout blinds. Okay, I hate them. Like tall, okay. wide, yeah, like wide, tall, like not packable. Yeah, like, I hate that. Okay, okay, so like one of my favorite waterfall products, which I definitely could not live without, because I just keep it in my truck. Basically, then if I get asked to go hunting or I can hunt in the afternoon, anything like that, I I keep a running gun layout blind. Yep. So like the Lucky Duck layout blind, that's like perfect. It's literally just like a cloth thing that comes over you and it's got a, a backrest and a little butt rest in it. Yep. That is money. I I would highly recommend, no matter who you are, have a running gun layout blind. They are the shit, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Are they a little colder? Yes. Are they a little more uncomfortable? Yes. But yep. I don't know. Links I, in the I description. Kit.co slash Midwest Flyways. Yep. That's one of my favorite right things. Um, I definitely think a good beanie. You know, like I wear, I wear a beanie a lot of the year. Yeah. So like I, right now I've been wearing that Filson watch cap. Mm-hmm. I like that one because I can fold it right and have double warmth on the ears. And then I can go single layer too without okay. it being like super long and baggy and weird. Yeah. Um. So when it's not quite as, as hot out or, or cold out, I mean. Yeah. So, I don't wear a ton of beanies, so I can't relate. Right. Um. Yeah. And then for me, I think uh, it's all about like in interior layers. Mm-hmm. Right. So like. I don't believe in like Under Armour. I don't know. Like when I when I played football, yeah. dude, like Under Armour made me colder. Really? I'm just going to throw that out there. I, I don't know, man. Like, and there's been a bunch of people that have like written articles about like how Under Armour, even like the heat gear. Yeah. It actually does not retain warmth in any way. Like it's not warmer for you. Interesting. Um, so I actually just wear like, uh, like a classic, you know, like long johns. Yeah. 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 Like from back in the day, like the for waffle sure. knit pattern like oh, yeah. or whatever. I wear one every time I hunt. Yeah. So yeah, like my classic layer up would be like that. And then either like a Filson quarter zip, which is a polar tech. So okay. it's like a synthetic fleece yep. or a flannel. Okay. And then I go vest and then I go like a insulating jacket layer and then my outer layer. Okay. For that's like if it's a really crappy situation. Right. Right. I don't know. Huh. A vest for me is crucial. So like I love my my Filson ultralight vest. Yep. That's 
I mean, any type of like, you know, vest. Yeah. Like a lighter vest. I'm not a big puffy vest guy, so that's not really my gig, but that ultralight vest is really thin. Um, huh. and before that, I really liked that, like the, the Sitka Dakota vest that I had. Yeah. I liked that a lot. So I've, anything kind of like I've never that. had a hunting vest. I have like a vest that just has our logo on it, but I've never had a hunting vest. Mm. So we'll have to work on that. Yeah. I, I would like one. Yeah. Uh, last thing that I definitely feel like one of my favorite waterfall products that I use all the time, Onyx. Oh, that's, Dude. that's a good, that's good input. That is so worth the money. Yeah. Especially if you're like going to hunt one state, mostly a $30 membership a year Yeah, for the one state, dude, if you scout a lot and you ask for permission a lot, man, yeah, it makes life so that's a good much point. easier. So that's solid. That being said, cool. Um, yeah. So the next one that I got for us is uh, getting permission. So that actually relates to my Onyx product. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that kind of works. Uh, yeah. So getting permission. Yeah. So how um, do you get permission? What's some strategies? What's a good, you know, uh, what do you just show up there with cookies and say, Hey, can I hunt your field? Well, I'm going to, I'll start with a little bit, but I know you have a lot of experience with this too. Yeah. Um, so everyone kind of has their tactic. And I think what I would say is find out what you're good at, right? Like me, yep. I'm a schmoozer. What do you have to offer? Right. So like, I'm a great, I'm a great salesman. Yeah. You know, um, I think a big thing about getting permission, don't sugarcoat bullshit, mm -hmm. right? Like these guys are busy. They have lives. They own this property and they know it. Mm. <laughs> okay. Like they, you are not the first guy to ask for permission. Yep. So don't sugarcoat it. Don't bullshit it. I just try to be as straightforward as I possibly can. You know, yep. I go up there and I say something like, Hey, my name is Cal Ness. I live in, you know, this town and I'm here today because I noticed you have some birds in your field. I was wondering if you'd give me and a couple buddies permission to hunt it this weekend. And I try to say one thing I've started doing now is saying when I'm going to hunt it. Yeah. Not just leaving it so open-ended. Yeah. Right. Cause like if you do it once and it goes well and you clean up really good and you thank them for letting you come out, yep. they're probably going to let you come out again. Yeah. So I don't try, I try not to say like, can I just, do I have permission to just hunt it? Yeah. You know, I say like, can I hunt it on Saturday with my friends? Yep. You know, and then that also gives them the right to be like, well, yeah, but later in the year, my, my nephew hunts it. So Saturday's yep. fine. But you know, after that, you'd have to talk to me first yeah. and you're like, that's totally fine. So I don't know. I try to do that and just be really straightforward about it. Um, I know that another tactic you could use, I'm a carpenter. Yep. So, you know, I can say, Hey, I'm a carpenter. If you need any small, you know, odds and ends fixed up around here, I'm happy to help you do that. And that's more of like, if I get into a relationship where it's like, right. Hey, you know, would you let me hunt this for the year? And I want to help you out in, in turn. Yep. Um, some guys like to give goose meat out or, or duck meat, whatever. I think the biggest thing there is when you're done with that conversation and leaving, you ask, what can I do for you? You know, like mm -hmm. do you want goose meat? Cause some people hate goose meat, you know, right. Do you want, do you want this? Do you want that? And what do you have to offer? Man. And a lot of guys, I'll tell you what, a big one I get told a lot is just bring me a 12 pack of beer. Yeah. You know, like that's, and that's a simple gesture, man. What is that? 10 bucks. Yeah. You know, go and pick up a 12 pack of bush light or whatever, right. Whatever beer and just bring them a 12 pack. Yep. That's true. You know, that just puts, puts beers in their fridge for the next couple of weeks and yeah. that'll make them happy. What do you, what have so you So I done? have a little bit of a different Yeah, because your skill set's totally different. Yeah. So my strategy that I actually used in Indiana, I ended up getting permission, but never needed to use it uh, because I've, you know, was with other people when I needed to hunt or was hunting um, was I would take a drone shot. 
of the plea people's house. Oh. And so, and when, and then I would either be able to go up there with my iPad and say, Hey, I took this, I was flying around. I saw this is a good video or a good shot. Took it. Do you, would you like it? Oh, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. You need us to, you know, what are you looking for money? Or, no, 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 not at all. I would, I would love to hunt your property if that's okay. But, um, this is just, you know, pro bono for free, whatever you guys want. Um, and then you leave it at that. And then, sure. you, then the conversation goes from there. Yeah. And when I was scouting, it was more for deer because, you know, I didn't have all the decoys and everything down in Indiana to, to do a lot of waterfowl and there wasn't a lot of waterfowl down there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so, and it was, it, it worked, man. Yeah, dude, that's actually a really cool idea because I've seen a lot too, like a lot of my buddies and friends who, you know, from farming families or farms that I've been on, they have like a cool photo. And like back in the day it used to get done, like a guy would take a helicopter out and like, yep. drive, you know, fly around and take photos of all the farms and then pass those out or whatever. More often than not, that yeah. is what my photo is replacing. Yeah, totally. And usually it goes right next to them as like. Then you know, and now, two thousand, and yeah. then two thousand sixteen, totally, or that's whatever a sweet idea. Yeah. So you take the photo before you actually. Yeah. Yeah. So because you could be like, yeah, I was just I'm flying my drone in this area, you know, already, yep. and so I just I happened I to pull over, this, took your picture. Yeah, yeah, I happened to pull this photo off my file, and because if you walk you up there with an it. iPad and you're showing it, if you can yeah. print it, it's even better. But if you walk up there with an iPad and you're showing it, like that's the first thing that they look at. It's like, whoa, look at that, you know? Like, yeah. They recognize our house. They you know, built it, worked on it, whatever. Yeah. So. That's really cool, man. That's a yeah. definitely a good idea. And uh, well, I'll tell you this too. Not, you know, before we close this up, another way that Joey has gotten a lot of permission is, is pigeon, hunting. pigeon hunting. Yeah. We did, we did a video about it. Yeah. Make sure you go on um, our YouTube channel, take a look at that. And, uh, but yeah, doing pigeon hunting, getting rid of their pesky, pesky rodents or whatever. And yeah developing a relationship that way. Yeah. Cause a, a lot of farmers don't want the pigeons. And so if you just go there kind of in the off season, say, is it all right if I shoot some pigeons, essentially it's just any way to start a relationship with them that is, you know, so they know you. Yep. Right. So, or they, at least they have the idea of who you are. That makes it a lot easier. So we're going to do this weekly guys. Like yeah. we said, there's so many questions coming at us. So leave us a message, you know, send a comment on here. Um, hit us up on Instagram and let us know what you have a question about for the next week and we will see you soon.